Welcome back, everybody. This is Robin O'Neill, your long-lost friend, your lover, your enemy, your companion, your confidant, your chef, your diarist. Is that, is that even a word? Your biographer, your own personal Oprah Winfrey. It's Robin O'Neill. This is me reading stuff with a scratchy voice. You're probably also going to hear hammering underneath me because for the past three or four weeks, they are, they, my, um, the people who own this building are renovating underneath me and they are making crazy noises, which has been so much fun. You know, some would complain, but I'm just going to embrace it. It feels like someone's hammering at my head all the time and I love it. Uh, thank you all of you, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A lot of you have reached out. A lot of you have wanted more podcasts. Um, the good news, as some of you know, some of you don't, I've been uh, pretty much blind in my left eye. This has been going on now uh, over a month and a half. Uh, good news, uh, it's a little bit better. Bad news, it's still pretty bad. So I don't know. I'm not wearing my eye patch anymore, so that seems to be a good thing. But yeah, it's I, I'm doing my best. I'm You know what I am? I'm strong. I'm handling it. I have started to draw just a little bit again, and that feels good. Um, all in time for me to have a major surgery next week, a week from today. Uh, today is Wednesday, by the way. Uh, I'm probably going to post this on Thursday, but anyway, May the 2nd, I have a major surgery that's going to knock me out for a long time. So has nothing to do with my eye, uh, but that's what's going on with me. So just to give you an idea, I'm going to do my best to talk. I may be high on some drugs for quite a while after this surgery, but... Maybe that'll make for a good podcast. I have no idea. Uh, I have missed this. You know what I've missed? Just just doing things. I have not been able to just do regular things. I, reading, drawing, doing my podcast, even taking walks wasn't as easy. I would run into poles. Um, I'm about to get my hair cut. I haven't done that since this happened. I cannot wait to get my hair cut. Uh, you know, just life has felt a little bit on hold. Um, and so thanks for your patience. Thanks for even wanting to hear from me. And I don't want to talk about my health anymore. What I want to talk about is you. How about this? How about I ask you a few questions about your life? Because guess who's interested in you? Me. That's who. I haven't reminded you guys to drink water, uh, as much lately, but I want you to know I'm still drinking two gallons of water a day and I'm still eating my apple at 4.30 every afternoon. No matter what, I just want—I just like telling you guys that. I've also been eating cake a lot, so I don't know what that's about because you guys know I don't like sweets. So suddenly I'm really into cake. But anyway, as for me being interested in you, what, where, well, let's see. What were the best French fries you've ever had in your life? Also, what are your favorite kind of French fries? Now, I talk about French fries a lot. I like crinkle fries the best of all. Um... Curly, like a seasoned curly, nothing better than a seasoned curly, but still crinkles my favorite. Not huge into steak fries. I do like waffle fries. Oh, I forgot, tater tots. Tater tots are probably right under, uh, right under crinkles. What about you guys? And if you don't like French fries, get the fuck out of here. This is a podcast for French fry lovers. First of all, are you even human if you don't like French fries? I don't think so. I think you, you, you're supposed to be on a different planet than Earth. So I'm sorry you're in the wrong 
you're in the wrong area and it's time to get out because this is not for you. Um, okay, if your brain was an animal of any kind, it can be avian, it can be in the water, it can be a mammal. What would your brain be if it was an animal? I think mine, sadly, you know, I want to say a tiger. Me as a whole, I'm a tiger, but me, my brain is probably sadly more of a hummingbird, which I don't like. I don't like it, but it is the truth. So tell me about yours. Um, if you could change your last name to anything, to any name or word or whatever, what would it be? I've never thought of this. I don't even know why I'm thinking about it. But I think mine, I would like to be Robin Miyagi. Um, if you don't know what I'm referencing, then get the fuck out of here. I'm just kidding. But seriously, if you don't know what I'm referencing, that's kind of weird. Um, yeah, I think Robin Miyagi or Robin, something with murder. Maybe Robin Overkill. Robin... Robin murder? Rob, I don't know. Let me think about it. Miyagi's good, but I'd like to reference murder somehow. Is that so wrong? I don't think so. Uh, when was the last time you felt like truly understood by another human? I, I want to be honest with you. I didn't feel that ever until like the last five years of my life. Um, I lived a life where I was really just feeling like an alien on planet Earth here. I was just like, whoa. I mean, and I had tons of love in my life and lots of friends and I'm close to my family. But being understood was a real battle for me, feeling understood. Uh, and then I did all sorts of things to change my life and to help myself feel a little more like I wanted to live <laughs> continue to live and because of that I ended up I end up feeling more understood now I don't feel like I'm so different I feel more just like all right I'm just like everybody else I'm just you know trying to do my thing uh getting by life's hard it's also wonderful that kind of thing but anyway I lived a long long time before I felt understood by anybody even those closest to me um and now I find that a lot more okay hey guess what I haven't read Vasco Popa to you in a while I'm a, I'm, I love Vasco Popa, one of my all-time favorite poems, Serbian, born in 1922 or one or something, and died in the early 90s. Um, what do I want to say about him? Uh, go back and search my Potomatic page uh, for, it's uh, just me reading stuff.potomatic.com. You can search his name, Vasco Popa, and you can find my other readings of his, but I, I just am blown away by his work. And some of the titles of his books are some of my favorite titles of anything. Homage, homage to the Lame Wolf is one. Um, my favorite, Give Me Back My Rags. Earth Erect. Anyway, I'm going to be reading from another one that I love, Unrest Field. Unrest Field, which has a quote in the very beginning. Will I be able on this unrest field to raise you a tent of my hands? pretty good. And I'm going to be reading a poem from a section called Games, and this is called Before Play. You close one eye. You peer into yourself, look in all the corners, make sure there are no nails, no thieves, no cuckoo's eggs. Then you close your other eye as well. You crouch, then jump. You jump as high, as high, as high, right up to the top of yourself. Then your own weight drags you down. 
you fall for days as deep, as deep, as deep to the bottom of your abyss. If you're not smashed to bits, if you're still in one piece and get up in one piece, then you can play. That's really good. I didn't even realize there was the one I referenced. There's a really sexual one in this book, the game. I mean, games. Let me read it to you. I don't read very, I don't read highly sexual work on here very often, but why not? Hell. Okay. The seducer. One fondles the leg of a chair until the chair turns and gives him the glad with his leg. Another kisses a keyhole, kisses it, doesn't he just kiss it until the keyhole returns the kiss. A third stands by, gapes at the other two, and twists his head, twists it, until his head falls off. Well, there you go, everybody. Uh, what do I, oh, by the way, did I say this uh, book is from Anvil's Vasco Popa's Complete Poems. I will put a link in the description of the podcast. I want to thank Houston. By the way, you guys, out of nowhere, I had this opportunity show in, to show in Houston, which is kind of my homeland. It's where I started my career as an artist. And I had an incredible time at Diesel, which is Art Palace's new project, which I highly believe in. And oh my God, thank you all for being there. I had, I just had the happiest time and I needed it. I wasn't sure I'd be able to travel, but last minute I made it out to Houston. I felt the love. I felt the joy. I felt the weirdness of my work. I, what I did was I showed a bunch of work from my flat files, uh, the earliest of which was from 2000. So this is just, I pulled a bunch of work that had never been seen before which ended up being a really fun way to do a show. I mean, normally I'm like slaving around for a year and a half and then I've got the show and it all feels very heavy. This was just a blast. So I wanna thank Arturo and Hillary at Diesel. I'm gonna put a link in the description for you guys to check them out too because I know a lot of artists listen. They, and I, I think we should all follow what they're up to. They're interested in um, creating a gallery life that isn't typical and boring and not the same uh, dull stuff that keeps going on over and over. Amen. Like it just needs to be, they've got a really interesting approach to how to show work. So very thankful to have been a part of that. And, um, yeah, I missed Texas. I also went to Luby's. I also ate at Ta Taco Cabana, some breakfast tacos. I, uh, what was some other Houston things? I, I wanted to go to Mission Burrito, but it closed. Anyway, you guys don't care. Um, I love you all very much. I can't wait to hear about your French fries. I can't hear, wait to hear about what animal your brain is. And I can't wait to hear your new last name. I'm Robin Miyagi. Thank you so much. This is me reading stuff. I will talk to you all next week. I love you and goodbye.